So, Paul, everyone's talking about AI. The AI, the chat GBTs, the Bing AI. It's on everyone's mind, right? Yep, it's taken over. So I used chat GPT for the very first time last night. Oh, yeah. And do you want to know what my first chat GPT query was? Please tell me. Tell me about the podcast Hometown Sounds. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, do you want to know what chat GPT said? Yes, please. And I will tell you. After we play this first song from <laughs> Jerome Williams. Here on Hometown Sounds. Cherry. Jacket braid up in your hair When you walk into a room I swear nobody else is there You don't have to do nothing But to me you do everything Your energy, your mystery It lives inside my memory Sipping on your wine Frozen in time Thinking about your lips And how they could be touching mine Hometown Sounds, we show you how DC uses chat GPT. I'm Tony Ferreco. <laughs> I'm Paul Vodra. 
And that was a track called Cherry by Jerome Williams. And uh, gosh, what a banger. Starts out with a real with a real a real sparkle with that vocal, like with, mm-hmm. with that with, with those vocal intervals. Yeah. Real, real a great. <laughs> yeah, great way to start the show. So Jerome Williams, he is the Alexandria R&B singer-songwriter known around the DMV as the man with the golden pipes. Is that a James Bond reference? I don't know, but it's fun to think (laughs) about either way. His music features smooth powerhouse vocals, 80s and 90s New Jack R&B grooves, catchy pop hooks, beatbox and bass-led rhythms, nostalgic and innuendo lyrical style. Also, in addition to creating and performing his own original music, he leads his own wedding and party band known as the Duro Williams Experience, a high-energy pop-funk R&B band. And uh, I went on to Duro Williams' website, and the it greets you with, Duro, my God, thank you for stopping by. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, so let's say a bit about this track, Cherry. What fun to talk about how time is a multiverse caught up in your power. <laughs> Explore all the possible scenarios. Oh, Paul, what do you think about the multiverse? Um, I'm for it. I'm definitely for it. <laughs> how low can we go? Deep diving with Jacques Jerome Williams rules. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's say a bit about the origin story behind that track, Cherry. And I'm going to read from Jerome Williams' Instagram post describing this story. And it reads... It all started at Taliata, Baltimore, watching my friends play and grabbing a bite to eat when this cute girl sat at the bar, eyeing my bread, lol. (laughs) Starving while waiting for a friend, she leaned in asking, are you going to eat that? It was the interaction every single person dreams of. We shared a few laughs. She left. But of course, like a dummy, I didn't get her name. So this song is my missed connection. Thanks to Austin Bellow and Tonal Graffiti for producing this jam. Add it to your favorite playlist and turn up your speakers up while you Swiffer. <laughs> Swiffer. Uh, but okay, we'll, we'll joke about Swiffer again in a moment, maybe. But uh, whoa, what a misconnection over. Tra- I mean, like, what is conventional wisdom uh, that, that, that people don't like grand gestures? You know, the <laughs> the rolling up outside of, you know, a lady's house with a boombox in the rain. But uh, I don't know. This is pretty slick. That's right. That's right. So I, I hope they find each other again. <laughs> uh, we previously featured Jerome with a track by AELO that featured Jerome Williams back in 2020. And so I think it's funny that we featured a track that featured him. It's like a podcast within a podcast. <laughs> so uh cherry is everywhere wherever you stream your musics and uh listen to it now okay paul so uh, do you want to want to know what chat gpt said about uh about hometown sounds the podcast i do yes please tell me so here it is hometown sounds is a weekly podcast that showcases the music scene in washington dc the podcast was started in 2013 by musician paul vadra and graphic designer tony perico It features interviews with local musicians, live performances, and reviews of new releases from D.C.-based artists. Each episode of Hometown Sounds typically features two or three songs by different local artists, ranging from rock and punk to hip-hop and electronic music. The hosts provide commentary on the music and encourage listeners to check out the featured artists' shows and albums. In addition to the podcast, Hometown Sounds also sponsors live music events in D.C. and maintains an active presence on social media, sharing news and updates about the local music scene. 
Overall, Hometown Sounds is a great resource for anyone interested in discovering new music from the nation's capital. <laughs> That's, I, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, like, duh, the pronunciation of, the, of our names, but it referred to you as a musician and me as a graphic designer. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm just happy that um, she mispronounced both our names, which I think is very fair. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, whoa! I mean, that was the first thing I asked it. Yeah, and it probably came up with that in like a second. It I had it displayed that on my phone screen within about seven to eight seconds. Yeah, I mean it's insane. So, uh, Paul, have you used ChatGPT? I've been hearing a lot about it, and I have been uh, reticent to try it. I, I'm a little, I don't know. It's its its freaky. It's weird. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Are you going to use ChatGPT? I think I, I somebody said on Twitter the other day that um, the Bing app for iOS has been updated and that you can really just, you know, converse with it and ask it questions and it gives you answers instead of what Google does, which is like, you ask it a question, it's like, well, here's a million web pages and the answer might be somewhere in there. So... Um, yeah, I think this is going to be revolutionary, but also, um, now I think we really need to very clearly tag, you know, what text has been written by a human versus what text has been written by an AI. Uh, cause I think it's going to be important. And like the profile, what it came up with for us yeah. was a really solid am- amalgamation. I mean, yeah. and like how it closed at the end, hometown sounds is a great resource for learning about music in the nation's capital. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, clearly that was scrubbed from some reviews or things people right. have said. Yep. But, uh, wow, man, I'm freaked out. Oh, yeah. Um, so, oh, oh, Paul, what do you think you're going to ask ChatGPT? <sighs> what do you want? What's on your mind? I wonder what ChatGPT would say if you asked it about, like, an album. Like, write a review of this oh, album. Oh, that's interesting. You know, because that is so subjective and most music writing is BS anyway. And and it's not like the uh, AI understands music, but it can try to sound like it does. And I think that might be interesting. I've also heard AI generated music lately. Okay. Where you, you designate, you know, what you want to sound like genre, tempo, yep. vibe. Yep. <laughs> And uh, it makes something. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like there's a, a, a million podcasts out there, maybe a billion now, and uh, they need theme songs. They need interstitial music. And not everybody Whoa. can afford Mr. Tony Whoa. Pareko to write them some music. I didn't think about that. Actually, oh, like, man. Paul, what's also been on my mind is how this is going to change the work that people do. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, you just made me feel a little weird, you know, threatened <laughs> being like, oh, people don't need people to make their podcast music anymore. But uh, so relatedly, mm-hmm. uh, during a uh, hundred person work Zoom call the other day, I asked the following question in the Zoom chat to uh, head, you know, head dude, chief global development officer. And I asked him the question in front of 100 people. Nick, what do recent headlines about everything AI, ChatGPT being AI, et cetera, in the zeitgeist mean for the work we do and the services we deliver? Haha, the portmanteau I just came up with is bot leadership. It rhymes with thought leadership. 
laughy face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, I was the MVP of that of that meeting with that. Nice. Question. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, lots of lots of lots of weird, crazy questions. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so what's going on with you, Paul? Well, speaking of text written by humans, I started a Substack. I'd heard about Substack like ten days before you'd, <laughs> maybe even less than that before you 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 you, you published one. Yeah. So uh, tell me what it's tell everyone what it's about. What is Substack? Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? Well, yeah. So Substack is like the the hot new platform, but really it's it's an email newsletter. And we've had lots of email newsletter platforms in the past. You know, MailChimp is still a thing. Um, there's a bunch of other ones. So I, I looked at it and tried to figure out like, well, you know, if I want to do it, you know, low cost and um, make it look pretty good, what's the best platform? And Substack seemed like a really good platform. Obviously, their their business model, their their way that they want things to operate is that you can launch like a free newsletter and then you can give it paid upgrades. And so uh, a lot of people will write like a weekly free post. And then if you're a subscriber, then you can get paid daily extra posts and you can have other features like you could join a discord and, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. So I said, well, uh, you know, uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe I want that stuff in, in the future. But right now, like just want a free email newsletter, uh, just nice and simple. People can sign up. I'm not going to sell your information to advertisers and whatever. Is there an unsubscribe button? I believe there is an unsubscribe button. Oh, I thought maybe you'd have to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are ways to like pledge support, which some people have done, um, but that doesn't actually move any money around at this point because I'm not actually charging and providing anything for extra money. So I, some people have have clicked on that, and and it's it's really sweet and nice, and I love that. Um, and I'm thinking about it. You know, if people want to support Hometown Sounds, then that would be really awesome to get that. So, uh, we'll see what, we'll see what comes of it. But right now it's, it's some stuff that I was writing on the website like years ago. And I feel like people aren't looking at blogs anymore. People don't have Google reader, you know, RSS. I still do it, but most people don't do it anymore, you know? And, and then we were all on social media for a while and now everybody feels gross about, you know, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and nobody wants to pay to get your stuff in front of everybody. So also like what I'm just most upset about is just that now I don't feel good, like even opening Twitter anymore. Right. It's awful. Like, it's, it's cut out like a way that I follow like people. Yeah. Like, I feel a little more lonely, I guess. I know. So I think that's one of the really awesome things about having an email newsletter is because it, it's coming to your inbox and it's very democratic in that like, you know, I'm subscribed to a bunch of email newsletters and I get them all and I open the ones I want to open. And there's plenty of ones that, you know, I subscribe to and I'm like, I mean to open them. I mean to read them, but I'm a little behind and I don't get to it. Um, but the ones that I really, really want, I'll open them up. And um, I, I like that, that I don't have to go through some gatekeeper to reach people. If they want to read my stuff, here it is. It's in your email box and, you know, have at it. So it's been really fun. I, I've resurrected the don't stay home feature. So I'm trying to recommend a show for people to go to every single day that features DC music. 
um, hopefully like in the whole bill, but sometimes just, you know, the opener or, or whatever, and try to mix it up and play a lot of different stuff. I have all the Bandcamp embeds uh, right there in the email so that you can, because, oh, man, when I see show recommendations from a lot of other outlets and they try to describe it, I'm like, well, just what does it sound like? What, what are we talking about here? And if there was just a play button right there, I could just hit the play button and be like, oh, this is what this sounds like. This sounds great. I'll go see this. So just trying to make it real easy for everybody to hear this stuff and 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 cue up uh, music to own in their libraries and shows to go to out in the world. So, um, And I'm trying to round up some other uh, stories in the news uh, when outlets like the City Paper and the Post and DCist and District Frey, when they write about bands or they profile them or review stuff trying to link to that and i have other you know like maybe i will feature some music videos because i love doing that maybe i'll review some albums maybe i'll have some other people that want to come in and write so a lot of different ideas and it's been going for like a month now maybe a month and a half how many um, have you done oh and you know maybe maybe five or six the first couple were really like i i decided to write one or two without really telling anybody because I would, you know, like, well, what is this? And the first couple, I was like, oh, I didn't realize that it would put my name here. I really wanted to say Hometown Sounds instead. And, you know, so. Beta testing. Just, exactly. Yep. So, so yeah. So, maybe it's about six now. I'm going to write one later today uh, that's going to go out. They go out Monday mornings. And, uh, yeah, it, you know, just trying to keep it real simple and fun. They're very much open to suggestions. Uh, whatever people want uh, to see in the newsletter, uh, I'm happy to provide. And uh, it's been it's been really I feel like now is the time that the live music is really coming back, that bands are getting back out there. We're seeing bands that we loved in the 2010s are moving on. They've moved away. They've broken up. They're forming new bands. I feel like this is the beginning of the new round the new uh, generation of, of the DC music scene. And uh, I want to clue everybody in on it. Also, something I an experience I've had with newsletters is that if you kind of like you miss them for a handful of issues, it's kind of like binging a podcast or a show when you catch up. Yeah, it's it's, it's nice. It's fun. Yeah, that is true. Um, I I have like email rules in my Gmail so that when something comes in that's like this email newsletter, then like move it over into this section. And so I can look at them all here and it's a little bit of a complicated setup, but I like the way it keeps everything organized and I can see like, Oh, I got five of these to read. So yeah. This sounds more orderly than cutting and pasting with adhesive and scissors uh, about like, you know, uh, of, of magazine letters one by one. <laughs> that just made me think of in the late nineties when I was um, like in my twenties and was going out to shows and it was kind of before all of the stuff nowadays, I would get the city paper and I would cut out the, you know, the nine thirty club and you the black cat stuff. and Iota. You would cut out articles? Yes. I would, no, I would cut out the listings of the, of right. the shows. Oh, okay. And yeah, I, would, yeah, so. I would tack them up to the bulletin board and wow. I would like, I get the highlighter and be like, I want to go to this one. And I want to go to this one. And I want to go to this one. So, a friend of mine, a handful of months ago, actually over several on several occasions, she has cut out articles and given them to me. Yeah. And this just strikes me as such a Gen X thing. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We used to like, yeah, the only way to read stuff was in print. There's still there's still there's still a like, oh, your mom, like, oh, your mom here, I cut out an article for you. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, and I made you some minestrone. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so, Tony, what's going on with you? I bought a RoboMop. Different yes. AI. Yes. Do you have a RoboMop, Paul? You know, yeah, we do have one. Uh, we haven't used it all that much, um, but it, it's really, really cute and useful. Which one do you have? I don't know, actually, the model that we have. I'm sure it is the wire cutter pick of whenever I bought it. Uh, so there, there are two wire cutter picks. Uh, one is the, you know, the one that is described as will clean your floor for most people, and yep. then there's an upgrade pick. So it's I have the Ibrava 240, I think. Maybe there's a P at the end of it. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, I received it via same day delivery on Amazon. Yep. So I have a droid now. That's awesome. Our world is beginning to resemble Star Wars, where droids rolling down the street is just part of everyday existence. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have I have been so grossed out by my floors, like just because I've I've been so <laughs> you know like I mean to the point of like I now wear sandals. Like, or like, you know, like all the time anyway, yeah, yeah. but I'm like, ew, ew, ew. And like, plus there's still like some tar on my floor mm. from like when my, when my apartment flooded. Yeah. And like, so there's some rando little tar bits, yep. but like prepping for this robo mop is about the, what I have in me to do this, this, this apartment cleaning, you know, home cleaning job like yeah. i can move all the stuff out of the way but i don't have it in me to do the actual mopping um <laughs> uh, so uh yeah so uh, actually paul i'm gonna i'm gonna send you a a little video now of of my robo mop getting to work and i'll be including the audio as you listen to it just so that you can hear about it so to summarize how the robo mop works uh, I, I sent it to dear friend, dear friend, Pat Frank, and uh, he said, amazing. So it's shooting solution and going over it with a swipper wipe. And that is exactly what's going on. And uh, gosh, a sturdy little fella really knows what he's doing. Yeah, this is adorable. So dear friend Gabe Fry, in response to my sending him the video and the text, RoboMop attack. <laughs> his response was it's cute now but technically the command it's executing is remove all trace of humans <laughs> <laughs> oh man so uh I, I guess one more one more note on uh robo news uh, uh, Paul, did you hear about? No, this is not a joke, by the way. Uh, Paul, did you hear about how their uh, scientists have invented and produced a real life T one thousand? No. Yep, it is a bot, a little robot that can turn itself into liquid metal and then reconstitute itself. That seems unwise. <laughs> so uh, that's everything that's going on with me, uh, with all kinds of AI. <laughs> so uh who's next on this week's podcast fall next up is magazine beach chris i'm sorry that you can't die if i could i'd push the daisies back to bed release the clouds around my
go quietly when the writing on the back is gone It's just a photograph When my body tells me that it's time to leave I'll go quietly when the writing on the back is gone It's just a photograph Erase the line that lives between snowing and snowed again I guess you never know until you That song was called Sunflower Seed by Magazine Beach. It is the pre-order single from their debut full-length album, Constant Springtime, by the emotive punk band from Philly and D.C. It is out on a record label called Take This to Heart Records. The album comes out on April 21st on digital and cassette with vinyl coming later this summer and wrapping up their spring tour with a headlining show at Comet Ping Pong on May 13th, there is a fun lo-fi music video for this song that is up on the YouTube channel of Chill Wave Records. And I was curious about the name of the band Magazine Beach because it's, it's, I don't know, it's funny to think about a magazine and a beach. But apparently there is a Magazine Beach in Cambridge, Massachusetts, which is a 17-acre park along the Charles River that features a pool, historic buildings, and an outdoor gym. Cool. I And I think I made this joke or offered this faux observation the last time we we included Magazine Beach on a podcast, but about how I would expect to slip on all the pages on Magazine Beach, like just like on a (laughs) banana peel, because they're so slick and glossy. Yes. Um, But uh, back to the, the song title, Sunflower Seed. What I first thought about was how one doesn't usually just consume one sunflower seed, usually... You know how to take a bunch out of a out of a little pouch, right? Right. Uh, but uh, Paul, tell us about you and your relationship with sunflower seeds. <laughs> um, you know, um, I'm not sure. I feel like I have had some sunflower seed butter at one point, and I, you know, that, was trying that, that, it out. Sure, tell us more about that. But then we got to talk about actually the seeds. Come on. Yes. Um. So I can't eat peanut butter because I'm allergic to peanuts, and so I've investigated many other alternative nut butters and seed butters. And um, I'll be honest, I did not like sunflower seed butter. I thought it was kind of gross. So I'm not even sure if I finished it. And because you got it, it's like a big jar. Plus it costs like probably $12, $13. It's crazy. So, and peanuts, so, so damn cheap. So, uh, you know, to each their own, it wasn't my thing, but um, sunflowers are beautiful. And what about you and sunflower seeds eating, eating just the seeds? Um, I don't, you know, like maybe if they had a little flavor on them, I would, I would try them. I, I enjoy desk snacks very much. I, desk I think that, snacks. I, That's a, I don't know that term. I, I mean, so you go to the grocery store, especially like the organic market I go to, and there's like, you know, these little plastic uh, tubs of, you know, 
like flavored cashews or dried blueberries or ginger, like um, candied ginger. And when you say tub, do you do you mean like bulk? Um, you can get it some of them in bulk, but I just get them in these little like clear plastic uh, containers. And uh, you know, I just I try to get a big variety. And whenever I feel a little noshy or you know, sometimes also bored, and you want to eat something because not you're hungry because you're just bored, then uh, I have these little flavor nuggets, and they're delicious. And um, so, and I try to vary them up. And so I would totally get some sunflower seeds if they had a little flavoring on them. Maybe that's my that's my thinking. So uh, flavor also came to mind for me thinking about sunflower seeds. But to me, they're kind of an anti-snack because <laughs> you can endow sunflower seeds or any other seeds with nice flavor. Yeah. Like, you know, barbecue or whatever. Uh, but it just it doesn't feel like a snack. You you put them into your mouth and you kind of chew on them a little. Is that the point? You don't swallow them. Right. I, I, just, I never feel like I'm consuming them correctly. Oh. And it just feels like I'm just chewing seeds and just then just have grit like sand in my mouth. <laughs> that sounds awful, man. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Am I am I am I doing sunflower seeds wrong? Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm not the expert. You might be. You might you might go on the Internet and see what people will tell you about it. Maybe you should ask ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> ChatGPT. How are you supposed to eat sunflower seeds? <laughs> Oh man. Um back to Magazine Beach though. I think I, I really appreciate that on the Bandcamp they have the lyrics for that song and I, I bet the whole album will have the lyrics. And I feel like that that's the kind of music that I want to actually like learn all the words to and then go see them live. And I feel like the whole audience would be shouting the lyrics back. And I just think that'd be a really, really joyous experience. So are we gonna play another song? Are we gonna do what ChatGPT says that we do? No, we're going to break free. We're going to do what the humans say. Next up is Pinky Lemon. We're now talking to two young
Is it punk? Is it shoegaze? I don't know. I don't know. What is this, Paul? There's a lot going on in that song. It was only two minutes and 10 seconds, but that was pumped. That song was called Pop Criminal by Pinky Lemon. It comes from the debut release from the shoegaze band Pinky Lemon, and the album is called Pinky Heaven, but they spell shoegaze, S-H-O-E-G-A-Y-S, because they're fun like that. So the band is named after their mutual love of a character from the video game Stardew Valley. Tony, are you familiar with Stardew Valley? I will we put this in the def like cozy core adjacent people who love those uh, farming games. Yep, got to go to the mine, get some gems. That's right. You got to uh, go have a new girlfriend and have that girlfriend have a girlfriend and like yeah, there's a lot yeah, going on in that game. Eight bit. It's very it's very cute. It's very yeah. cute. I never got into. Those games, I, I guess. I guess what I hear these days is the people find them relaxing. I can see that. I can see that. I, I played a little Stardew Valley, and um, I kind of want to go back to see like what everybody loves about it, but uh, I haven't gotten around to it yet. So, I mean, there's just it's a little bit of like, you know, whatever plot of stuff you feel like you know engaging with. I right. It's kind of a little like a like a tower builder but mm-hmm. in like a horizontal world. Like you know right. like overview. Yeah. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Um Pinky Lemon um they just opened for the Dandy Warhols at the Black Cat. That's insane. Like I know. that's I mean cuz like all I mean I mean, Bohemian like you 10 out of 10 90s rock song. <laughs> uh I was also quite uh quite impressed to see that the set list that Pinky Lemon played for that performance has been uploaded to setlist.fm. I love setlist.fm. Like I, we've, I've seen other DC area bands post set lists and chatted about them a couple of times on previous podcast episodes. I yeah. like it a lot. Yep. Yep. I need to, I need to get into it. I, I, I sometimes I'm like, what, are, what was that song? And yeah, being able to go back and look at the order. And I, I really love that. Um, so you could keep your eyes peeled for more DC shows by this band. Perhaps you will find out about them on the Hometown Sounds Substack, which you should subscribe to at hometownsounds.substack.com. But if you are up for a road trip, Pinky Lemon is helping to kick off the tour by Magazine Beach, the previous uh, featured artist on this podcast, up in Philly on April 14th. So that, how, how about that? Two DC bands taking over Philly, although they both have members that live in Philly as well. So makes total sense. Also, a member of Pinky Lemon is show fave Professor Goldstein. <laughs> yes. And a track on Pinky Heaven, the release from Pinky Lemon. The name of track eight is Tofuti Dreamsicle. That's that's what I wanna that that that's what I wanna call my lady. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Let's hear some more music. Tony, who do we got next? Next is No One. Yep. No One. The Crawl. Change is inevitable. Uh, yeah. We gonna crawl together. Uh, we gonna crawl together. Uh, Everything yeah. is going to change. You can react to it or you can participate in it. It's gonna change. 
time to do things a little different New approach, improve results, same mission I'm on the road to reach my goal and I'm lane switching I see success, exit on the left And I can't miss it I made a visit once before, now I'ma stay a while It's pyramid made with gold bricks How I lay it down I sacrifice the pop fly You playing five To level up and beat the board At the change of me how with the wolves We harvest with the moon Reap the benefits of labor Manifested into fruit Started off this journey big Nothing left to lose Plan to fit together Like the first day of school Faith be the rule Patience is the game On the scales of time The weight is the same Idle minds in the playground Burn the flame Heaven open your arms God's embrace change Change Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. This here is the only path to comfort. Embrace the change, y'all. Uh, yeah. As the sun starts to weaken, days are getting shorter. Adapt like chameleons. Learn to be like water. Learn to be at peace when there's no order. To be a slave of the mundane. What a torture. Trapped in every corner. How do you escape? Pressure so enormous. Diamonds take shape. Hope is so gorgeous. Take a value by the face. Create your own fortune right now. Don't wait. Don't wait. Uh. Some say they'll stay with the devil they know. Rather than the devil, they don't. This here only shows that the devil's in control. Ain't nothing fresher than the new start. Let's make a toast to new beginnings. I'm stacking up the coins, breaking every dollar. On my principles, I'm poised. Death before the sign. If my beliefs are destroyed, label me a martyr. My son will fill the void and be greater than his father. Smarter than most, so much I never prove it. Sell my soul for a check, I just can't do it. Anchors hoisted on the deck, unrestricted movement. Pivot before you step and accept no excuses. Your best laid plans has changed. We gon' crawl together, yeah, we gon' crawl together, uh No matter what you're doing, you could be doing more Uh, we gon' crawl together, yeah, we gon' crawl together Uh, we gon' crawl together, yeah You got to get your hustle and grind on Yeah, we gon' crawl together, uh, we gon' crawl together The crawl What's more dangerous than being a rapper? We don't even know who our enemies look like. They everywhere. Yep. We got to worry about the police. Yep. We got to worry about the ops. Yep. If you got ops, you, uh, somebody's going to be dead. Ooh, those, those marimba sounds. <laughs> Real neat on a hip-hop track, I think. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that was something that, that caught me. When you, when you hear marimbas on a hip-hop track. Uh, <laughs> that was a track called The Crawl September from No One, which is spelled K-N-O hyphen one. No one is hip-hop artist Bernard from Tacoma Park, an artist we previously featured on this podcast in November of 2020 with a track called Basic Training. So this track, The Crawl September, it is from a project, a 12-song album centered around Bernard's growth as an artist during the 2022 calendar year. As you might expect and guess correctly, there is a track for each month. Uh, He writes purposely. I created music over Southern production, 
added bridge song structures and added catchy melodies and harmonies to this collection of songs, musical attributes that I had never really explored. This project was meant to explore and expose that side of my artistry and challenge my creativity within a time window trying to simulate a professional artist's day-to-day. And I love that because... I some of the best guidance for getting better at anything is to just do it. And, um, you know, you read The Artist's Way. I'm thinking of Jeff Tweedy's book, How to Write One Song, um, of just, you know, uh, uh, of grinding. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I love that grinding has all these, you know, different uses, like grinding, whatever your hustle is, grinding in video games just to, yep. you, you know, do the sweat to level up. Yep. Um, Skateboarding. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, so grinding's real cool. Uh, so also, uh, each each month's song, the lyrics are kind of about the month and some themes that are in this song. September include harvest time, the first day of school, shortening of daylight hours. Also, there's my favorite. One of my favorite, and I'm not being sarcastic here one of my favorite sayings you hear in the business world you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable (laughs) just like how we don't know what we don't know (laughs) um also uh i really enjoy bernard's presence on on twitter so i'm gonna read a, a handful of just three choice tweets from bernard march 11th he wrote chili with my son playing mega man (laughs) <laughs> and I think that's funny and interesting because Mega Man's a one player game. So it's a like, is it a I'm watching dad? Is it like teaching Mega Man how to how to do a power slide being like, hey, son, that's Rush. He's a robo dog. <laughs> he can transform into all kinds of vehicles. <laughs> uh, did you ever play Mega Man games, Paul? No. Uh, uh, so out. they were incredibly hard at the yeah. outset. Um, but, uh, you know, Mega Man, I always have a soft part. I remember I would wake up at literally like 4.30 or 5 a.m. on weekdays because the Mega Man cartoon would play on some TV, ch- cable TV channel. That's And so I was weird. like, yes. <laughs> um, okay. I, another tweet from Bernard on, uh, March 8th, he wrote, the word bikini makes me laugh. <laughs> and I, I can't, I can't, I can't disagree with that. I mean, like funny words are funny words. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking of, uh, before we started our recording session, Paul, uh, you said that I clearly need to order new nubbins for my USB-C shit. That's right. I did say that. And you, you might even purchase a dongle. That's true. Just like, you know, also in improv comedy, spatula is like known as the funniest <laughs> word. <laughs> and so just nubbins we love that yep. also paul you talking about USB-C shit made me think about the first time i had a device with USB-C, and no one told me about USB-C, <laughs> and i was like what the fuck is this shit <laughs> and i was like i don't have any i only have the two inch cable that these headphones came with <laughs> and i was like i've never seen that shape before yep welcome to the future yeah okay one last tweet from bernard there is a lot of bad advice out there. The best advice is to go with your gut. Yeah. So a lot of truth. Well, it's a lot of sense of humor too. So yeah. Uh, if you are interested in learning more about the crawl and everything that went into it, there is a photo book and CD combo available for purchase on Bandcamp for $40. And as of this date, there are only five left. So hurry up. Cause that looks like a really awesome package. I think it's really cool that Bernard has done explorations in 
the art of photography as well this last year. Yeah. Okay, Paul, we're going to begin moving toward the next track on this week's podcast, but there's a there's a little bit of a walk, a little bit of a, a journey. Also, uh, uh, so, okay, the band we're going to play, who we'll be telling you about after these little uh, asides and tangents and per- peripherals, no, that's a device. So I heard this song that we're going to play in a few last night, and I loved it so much, and I was doing something I don't ever do and that was i was doing going for a little walk outside and i was doing some listening on my phone to music because usually usually when i prep for a podcast it's such a desktop you know laptop you know like like desk experience because there's like learning and listening you know but uh you had put this artist in our google doc as an artist that maybe you know we could check out yeah and i liked it so much that I opened Google Docs on my phone and I did something I never do. And that then that was tried to move the artist's name and their Bandcamp link up via copy and paste to within the songs that we were selecting. Right. And oh, the terror of trying to move things around in a document on your phone. It's chaos, Cha- just chaos, Paul. I say, like yeah. I tried once and then, like you know, cut half of it, and I was like, no, 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 do not, you do not fuck with this dragon. Yeah. Like it is the emotional equivalent of navigating, you know, like a Hollywood cliff incident where you're trying to pull someone up by their one arm, you know. <laughs> so with that, here is the track from the band I that started it all. This is TTYK. Depression and more One part new clothes and 
websites. He's eating my snacks and using my crap. There's there's some real invader rage in this song that I think is funny and interesting to maybe talk about. <laughs> the song was called Brood Parasites by TTYK. It is a track from their new four-song EP, which is called Love Is Not Enough. It is four bucks on Bandcamp, and it came out on March 3rd. And I I think something that DC has always done is is generate great bands that have a mix of like garage punk with some electronic elements. And I think that that is true for this band too. And it's really, really fun and great. We did some deep digging and discovered that TTYK stands for the things you killed. No idea what that means. My first, my first take was maybe it's because it's adjacent to TTYL, KL, but uh, yeah, couldn't find out a ton about TTYK, but they are, they do share members from other DC bands such as Garage Punkers, Apollo 66, and some other acts I didn't know, Death Hips, Capital Offender, and Carrier Wave, and they played for Rito last year, but I didn't, I didn't, you know, so anyway, uh, me not knowing anything, I'm excited to know about them now. Also, what I was wondering, Brood Parasites, I wonder if they're talking about the cicadas, which are not really parasites. Ugh, Paul, you want to make me barf? Oh, that. Yes, I do. Uh, um, or maybe they're really big StarCraft fans and they just like to play as the Zerg. <laughs> there are so many video game references in this podcast. Uh, also, also uh, Diablo 4 beta, I think, is opening within the next like handful of days. Oh, my God. Anyway, I'll, I'll be here all week. <laughs> And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to it in whatever podcast player is giving you the podcasts that fill your life with joy. We have social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Psy. It's Hometown Sounds. Uh, the email address is dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. So that means send us your music, folks. We have a Substack. It is hometownsounds.substack.com. And our website, as always, is hometownsoundsdc.com. So please drop us a line. Let us know what's going on. But really, the important thing, of course, is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing the play live. And we can help you with both of those on the email and the podcast. And we have one last song for you in this episode. This is a band that is back from the dead, which is kind of funny, given that their band name is Dance for the Dying. <laughs> oh, so like I was so thrilled. I was like, is that <laughs> would that amazing band ever come back? And because they were a band that was, you know, very much present when I kind of just start getting into DC music. And I thought they would be around forever and then they weren't they weren't, but now they're back, right? It's amazing. We last featured this band, Dance for the Dying, in November of 2012, which was more than 10 years ago. So, yeah, that's a thing. Um, this band put out two excellent EPs in the glory days of 2011 to 2012, which, P.S., are still available on Bandcamp. And then they wrapped it up with a live show at the Rock and Roll Hotel in 2014. And I was digging deep into the Facebook, and I found, of course, the ever-present Rock Explosion posted photos of that show on Facebook. I think I was at that show. Um, <laughs> I believe the singer's name is Mary Catherine something or other. I know her as MC Wolf. So yeah. that would make total sense. Um, And was she wearing like some kind of bubble outfit? I don't know. That's what I, I the thing is, is I could just be confounding, 
you know, totally Mandela affecting things here, like confusing mm. her with how artsy she is and other art poppers like Lady Gaga or whatever. Right. But I think I do remember Bubbles being a prominent part of the costume. Interesting. So this band, you know, kind of um, a synth pop with kind of a gothy edge. After teasing for many years that new music was coming on March 8th, the band finally dropped a six song EP, which is called The Party Is Over. It has five new songs and an updated version of the first song, Echo, from their debut EP. Uh, this band is fronted by singer MC Wolf and features Isaac Cantor, Chris Link, and additionally, my vinyl club bud, Josh Hunter. Oh, I love it when a Josh Hunter's on a thing. I know. Uh, you may know him as a member of Color Palette, Dear Daria, or his project, Endless Winter. Endless Winters. There you go. And I'll tell you, now, now that I know Josh as an awesome person, but also as a musician a little bit more, now going back to hear the stance for the dying, I'm like, oh yeah, I hear the Josh Hunter in that. I really do. So it's really fun. The song that I picked out is called Dark Horse, but really all the songs are worth hearing. So set up a Bandcamp account and buy it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. And we will see you all next time. Such a common theme.